mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Now, even if we break it down, what does pursuing passion really mean? Mm. Most people think that it's just, I'm going to do my thing and get recognized. That's not the way it works. Right. Mm. Because a lot of us get into this case of, well, I'm going to pursue my passion. But like you said, you have no discipline None. whatsoever. And you also don't have the other skills needed past the raw talent that you have. Yeah. Because talent, oftentimes, dare I say it, sis, is not enough. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney. And we are your online big sisters and hosts of the to my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world in today's conversation we will be discussing the difficult decision of pursuing what you're passionate about or what secures the bag we will also share our experiences with the harsh realities of following either motivator and how we can navigate that decision securing the bag versus pursuing your passion so renee yes i know both of us have faced this actually i want to say from as far back as sixth form Mm. in the form of what degree are you going to study oh and i think that's the first kind of seed in your mind Mm. about do i do what i'm good in and really passionate about Mm. and are thoroughly enjoying at degree level or do i do something more conventional more practical Mm. that will give a more clear career path Mm -hmm. or a clearer career path with a big salary yeah yeah so i think that both of us face this as you said from as far back as sixth form um insofar as both of us wanted to do law or rather we were coerced into thinking that we needed to and wanted to do law (laughs) shout out to our parents (laughs) big up them (laughs) because that was seen as one of the conventional vocational career paths that would lead us to a level of comfort you know high salary um and it was also just respected in our communities right Right. like our parents could say my daughter is a lawyer right or you know whatever it is in you know you guys as communities for us it was very much doctor lawyer engineer those were the three or accountant or accountant for that anything that was seen as vocational and would give you a big salary that was where you needed to be and for us well we despised sciences (laughs) we weren't really that pressed about maths so and as for like the whole doctor thing, it's just not going to be me like or it. Courtney. Um, <laughs> and you wouldn't want us treating you at all in any way, shape, form or capacity. <laughs> so it was law that seemed to be the thing for humanity students yes. that wanted to make big bucks. But unfortunately, we figured out, well, rather fortunately, actually, we figured out that it wasn't quite for us. Yeah. For me, I remember being part of a Pathways to Law program. And it was a two-year program for people that were in sixth form, interested in figuring out, you know, do you like law? Like, what kind of, you know, law is there for you to study? Right. And I hated every minute of it. I (laughs) thought it was the most boring thing I had ever had the misfortune to be a part of. (laughs) And I was so grateful that I had that experience because better for me to figure it out before I went to university than to find out whilst I was at university and my grade actually depended Mm -hmm. 
on how well I could engage with the material. And then for me, it was very much a catch 22 of like, okay, so I want to do well. I still want to get a good salary. I still want to live comfortably, but I also really want to do what I enjoy. Yeah. And I have mentioned previously that I have a rebellious streak in me (laughs) and Courtney, you do too. Yes. And I think for both of us, it was a case of compromise where we were like, okay, let's pursue the courses that we actually like, mm-hmm. but then let's at least do it at universities that are, you know, they've got some clout behind exactly. them. Do you know what I'm saying? So exactly. we were trying to navigate the whole, you know, parental pressure and like community pressure by saying, listen, we're going to do what we enjoy, but we're going to compromise with you. So you can have your little bit of clout. Let's right. go to Oxbridge. Right. And for me, and I'm sure for you, it was the best decision that we have made. And I still 100%. stand by that decision. So I studied history and Courtney studied HSPS, which yeah. is Human Social Political Sciences. And as much as that degree actively tried to kill us and harm us, Murder. I am happy that it was that degree that yes. tried to kill us and harm <laughs> us because we came out victorious. Yes. I can't say that that would have been the same had we been studying law at, at Cambridge or at Oxford. All. It just wouldn't have happened. At and all. this is not because we're not intelligent enough to do it or whatnot but i genuinely believe that your capacity to succeed or do well in a chosen field or thing yeah is predisposed not just on your talent Mm -hmm. but your passion for it right like you have to have a certain level of drive there needs to be something driving you to do it yeah and what i figured out throughout my life and you know we're still very much trying to figure things out at this point in our journey Mm -hmm. but we have found that the things that have had the biggest payoffs both monetarily, but more so in terms of genuine life fulfillment is when we've actually conceded and decided to do things that we enjoy. So moving on a little bit to Mm post-university, we were faced with the same thing of, do we do something for passion or for pay? Because everyone else was graduating and going off into their swanky little grad schemes (laughs) and their little grad jobs, you know, consultancy, doing up law firm, doing up all sorts of you know bits and pieces investment banking investment banking and you know i part of me did envy them because that starting salary is sweet it's saucy it's great you know getting that calm 60 70k straight off the bat yeah at 21 for both of us coming from the backgrounds that we do we were like yeah we're here to get money that was why we went to oxbridge in the first place so what madness is it for us to now turn around and tell our parents that, you know, mom, I'm going to study a bit more. Like, <laughs> mom, I'm starting a business. Yeah, You know, like for us, it was borderline revolutionary because the salary wasn't guaranteed. Right. The mon- like it just wasn't the done thing and it right. wasn't guaranteed. Right. And even then, what we cl- quickly realized, we were definitely in a position of privilege insofar yes. as, we 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 even i remember the phone call that we had about it and we were literally just like our worst case scenario is we get a job yeah like we actually get a job we get a good job because we've got the qualifications for it we've worked hard for it but if that's our worst case scenario then what would our best case scenario be if we decided to pursue the things that we genuinely believe we had been called to and for both of us again being rebellious we decided to take that chance mm. and heck we're still on that journey yeah this is the fruit of us the things that we're doing now are the fruits of us deciding to do what we love believing that we have enough talent mm. we have enough resourcefulness mm. and we have enough passion to see it through yeah like this isn't sometimes i think the dichotomy is a bit of a it's a frustrating one because yeah. it's like i'm not just swanning off to do something that i enjoy i'm doing something that i genuinely believe in that will also make me money yes. and be enough to support me and the various things that i want to do right and 
maybe it means you know taking the sacrifice of maybe i'm not going to make bare money as soon as i start yeah and being okay with that because you know that this is a journey and that you're going to grow and develop and all that kind of good stuff mm-hmm. so for me i think the dichotomy is sometimes misleading because mm. i don't think we have to choose between passion and pay obviously right. there's going to be elements of your journey where you actually do have to choose yes. between the two yeah like you know when you're an entrepreneur you have to bootstrap sometimes you're actually gonna have to go and get a job sis 100 <laughs> you don't have the money go 100%. get a job or sometimes you're gonna have to put your journey on hold to go and pursue something else so yeah. that you can come back stronger yeah but that doesn't mean that overall in life you should always pick between the two yeah i i'm a firm believer that you can do both, both. and having this dichotomy will lead people to believe that they will either be broke or desperately unhappy Mm. and i don't know about any of you guys listening i don't want to be broke and i don't want to be unhappy exactly therefore i believe that i will have both it's a must we have to have both and i think what you said is so crucial about the background Mm. because even in our parents advice it was coming from this space of you don't actually have honestly the infrastructure to just fall back on Mm. if you just go and do anything willy-nilly and it doesn't work out right so you need something that's secure if you're coming from a low socioeconomic background with parents that don't have that much money social capital actual capital cultural capital anything in in this space yeah you need to go and get something that's strong and here we were saying you know actually we're gonna go and get something which looks even more destabilizing um but i think it's also important to realize that for people from a low socioeconomic background Mm. and you see it for minority groups particularly and sometimes you even see it in business right Mm. take what's given to you yep take what the best option is immediately Mm. because you need it you need it to survive you're going to need that paycheck because you're probably not coming back to a home where you can live for free. You may actually need to contribute to your household bills. You may need to contribute to taking care of your living expenses. And you may not be able to get that check from mum and dad to say, here's that first deposit for your home. Or here's money to even have an Oyster card. You know, you may have to come out of university or whatever institution and have to be completely self-sufficient. And so you have to think about those situations where okay whilst i may have a passion which has delayed gratification in terms Mm. of monetary compensation and being able to have that self-sufficient life can i realistically take that risk now Mm -hmm. and i think what i really am what i am really thankful for is the fact that like you said we were able to say you know what we understand the value of having some sort of quote-unquote traditional infrastructure of at least having a traditional university on your on your back and on and on your certificate because at least that that will open some sort of doors and that's not to say everyone should go to oxbridge that's not to say everyone should even have to go to university Mm. but i think it would be completely just irresponsible to say that something like that doesn't open doors for you Mm -hmm. and hasn't contributed to a lot of our success and our ability to take those risks because it was our safety net and so we can come on here and be like yeah completely follow your passion Mm. okay yeah but at the same time you're oxford harvard and cambridge grads 
that's something that you can easily fall back on that some yep. people may not have currency. and so it's currency and so everyone really needs to count their lot yeah. what can you do according to your personality type but also according to your background your con your your current economic situation mm-hmm. and also what the future will demand from you and really take into account this one world what is your responsibilities yeah right now we don't have that many responsibilities in the sense of we don't have kids we don't have extremely dependent parents for example we're not young carers or we aren't um paying for our own mortgages or stuff like that so all of this really does need to be taken into account Mm. when you're making this kind of decision to pursue passion or pay yeah but on the other end of that i I'm a firm believer in you oftentimes in, in rejecting what's just given to you and handed to you and being, you're being told to be grateful for, Mm. you're going to have to create your own opportunity. You're going to have to, you know, sometimes a door won't open. You're just going to have to knock a wall down. Right. And that is very tiring. And that's something that you're going to have to also weigh up. Are you ready for that emotional intensity Mm. and that mental um, challenge to be able to do that? Because it's not going to be easy. I remember when I came back from uni and started my hair business, and I think I've told this in an episode before, and my mum just almost every day would come to me and just be like, when are you getting a real job? And it's extremely demoralizing when I am also thinking the same thing, actually. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I'm in my head thinking whilst you're an enemy of progress, you're speaking straight facts because I don't have a lot of money. And of course, it's going to hurt my ego and my pride that I came to you like, hey, I'm going to start a business and it's going to flourish. And now I need to come back to you to ask you to give me a couple hundred pounds so I can furnish my new space or a couple hundred pounds so I can even get on the bus. Right. Yeah. That is hard yeah that is really hard and the reality is some people may not have parents or supporters who can be as accommodating Mm. some people may not have a support system yeah and you have to and that's not to say let that stop you but you have to decide can you then be your own support system Mm -hmm. and do you want to do that yeah and i think there's also we also need to be careful that a lot of the ideas that we have around what will pay Mm. are not stagnant Mm. because you know a lot of the conventional vocational jobs that we see as you know big bucks making money and all them kind of things there will be redundant within the next few years so even this whole because the thing is it's not even that we're chasing pay per se we're chasing Mm. security yes because many of us may come from backgrounds where we don't have that stability or that comfort and we equate money with comfort and stability exactly and i think what has been apparent from our experience with the coronavirus for example is that we are replaceable we can be made redundant in a moment and things can change drastically people have taken pay cuts we're seeing so many people on universal credit it's unbelievable so it's not even just a case of is it really a question of like passion or pay and people are subbing out pay for security Mm. because just because you're paid well doesn't mean that you have security right and that's i think that's a key confusion that people have is like oh you're a lawyer so you're living a lush life right you're an investment banker so you're calm in terms of your finances and stuff which means you're secure yeah but yeah like that that's that's something to consider Mm. and then another thing to consider is 
are you actually comfortable or are you just really bad at spending? Ooh, because go into that. I remember I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine who is like a financial guru. Mm-hmm. And he said one of the key indicators of wealth is how much disposable income do you yeah. have after, you know, your expenses, yeah. but also your spending. Right. And for many of us, it's not even a case of like, I do hear the argument that, you know, living wage is just not enough. And right. people should be making X amount right. to make, you know, make things work. But then after that, sure, you've got like a high pay, but are you actually stewarding your money well? Mm. Do you have money for, you know, things yes. after? Or are you just spending <laughs> frivolously? Right. And that's even a conversation that we've had amidst us. And like the fact that we're holding each other accountable to our own savings goals and yep. all that kind of good stuff is super important. So all of this, like sometimes your capacity to chase your passion, and I say this in quotation marks, the reason why some people can't chase their passion and they're chasing pay is not because they need more money, but they actually need more wisdom and stewardship. Ooh, yeah. Like that's also an issue. Yeah. Like we, sometimes we can be blocking our own blessings. So mm. there's definitely the case of, you know, not making enough money, check your responsibilities and stuff like that. Yeah. But then also check your stewardship. Yeah. Are you broke because you're actually enabling yourself to be broke? Do you need that many pretty little things parcels? Say it again. Do you need that many delivery orders? We know you don't need that many you're, shoes. Like your, um, the place that you're ordering delivery from, they know your order before you've ordered. They even say, oh, it's her again. Again, they'll even add in an extra like garlic and herb sauce because they know it's you. <laughs> you're a regular consumer. Like if we, like my challenge to you guys out there now, like I know this is not a financial podcast, but go and print out your bank accounts. Yes. Your statements for the past three months. What are your highest expenses? Yes after your essentials what are you spending the most money on yeah and i remember one of my favorite quotes actually is where you spend your money that is where your heart is yes so where check your heart where is it at so sometimes like this whole like our passion or pay it's not even a passion or pay thing it's more Mm. so you can't chase your passion because you're bad at money oh and that is something a lot of us need to hear (laughs) it's so true though and i think on the flip side though just because you're pursuing your passion doesn't mean you're going to be happy. Yeah. And I oh, think a good. lot of people think, I'm just going to go and do whatever I want and be this free Rosie. spirit. Yeah. And it does, life doesn't work that way. Nope. And it's sorry to be a downer. <laughs> Today's episode sounds so <laughs> serious. <laughs> but I think the reality is we can come here and we can tell you, no, do what you want, sis. Yeah. Live your best life. And stuff. But really and truly, what we've seen is you are going to have to be smart. You are going to have to be wise with this. And there are entire communities who build with that in mind. You know, some of the strongest uh, communities or, you know, smaller communities or subcultures Mm. will raise their kids with this in mind Mm. that, okay, yeah, we get it. You've got a lovely personality and maybe you can dance. That's fantastic. But there is responsibilities in the world and also nothing is certain. You know, absolutely nothing is certain. And like you said, with the pandemic, we've seen that as well. Mm. And so it's really thinking just because you, okay, you want to follow your passion. Must you be doing it the way you think it looks now? Yeah, that's good. Could you maybe forecast to, if you can, when you want to, and the opportunity is presented to you and it would make more sense, work for a bit and save Mm. so that when you do pursue your purpose, you're not in a tight place yeah broke um um, i said pursue your purpose pursue your passion you're not in a tight place but on top of that in pursuing your passion not every moment like you said is going to be rosy 
if you're trying to, because at the end of the day, we live in a world where you need to spend money. Mm. You try and just go a couple days without spending money. Bruh. Even the house that you're going to be sitting in, who's going to pay for it? Bills. Do you get <laughs> bills? Any anything that you do in trying to move or trying to stay still, mm. you're still going to need spend to spend money on That's heating right. or the roof over That's your head correct. at least, or the clothes that you're gonna wear. Unless you want right. to fully go and sit naked outside, but even that, you're gonna have to pay some sort of tax to someone <laughs> to be involved in this. <laughs> it's not free. It's not right. Free. Life is not free. And what's important to realize with that is then if you are pursuing your passion, you're going to have to have that in mind. How are you going to pay for starting the project that you want to start, right? But also once you do start it, there's going to be parts, maybe the business aspect or the client relation aspect or customer service aspect that you don't like. It's not always going to be amazing. And so you really do have to do this weighing game Mm -hmm. of pros versus cons it's a classic thing you know what what's the advantages but also let's really weigh the cost of this what's it going to require from me Mm -hmm. and oftentimes we don't want to face the reality of it's going to also take you doing some things that you don't like yeah for example for the last two days it's crazy i've had to make so many spreadsheets my eyes are tired (laughs) (laughs) i'm ready to scratch out my eyes and I was sitting there whilst I was doing some of them and putting in all these formulas and sums. Mm. And I was thinking, if I had taken time to maybe work in a corporate setting, mm. the things that I have to do now to grow my business, yeah. maybe I would know them and it would be a lot more easier to me yeah. than it is right now, right? And sometimes you do have to think about things like that. Mm. Maybe depending, and that's, this is why it's important to actually plan and have a vision for what it is that you're trying to exactly build. This. Because sometimes the skills that you acquire is actually more important than the actual job that you're doing, mm. right? The ability, I mean, yeah, okay. For example, I'm a banker. The banking itself may not be what's important to me. What's important is actually the discipline, the ability to work with the team, the ability to lead, the ability to work in a high intense environment. Sometimes getting a job or doing something that looks a bit more quote unquote practical makes you a better candidate for what you're actually trying to pursue. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of us get into this case of, well, I'm going to pursue my passion. But like you said, you have no discipline whatsoever. And you also don't have the other skills needed past the raw talent that you have. Because talent, oftentimes, dare I say it, sis, is not enough. It's not. Lots of people are talented. Look at all the people on X Factor. Many of them are talented, but not all of them made it. Facts. I mean, some of the ones that made it weren't talented I'm either. I'm that's, that's I am absolutely <laughs> screaming. That's for another day, sis. That's that is for another day, sis. But yeah, no, I think there's there's definitely something to be said about the fact that, you know, it's about planning and yes. being very, very smart about the way that you organize your time and mm. the way that you develop discipline. Yeah. This might not even be a question of like, is it passion or pay forever? But sub, like maybe it's, a season for one yeah and then the next season is the season for that you might get into a place where like you're pursuing your passion but decide you know what i need to ch- pursue pay yeah i need to get paid and there's nothing wrong with that yes. many of us always think it's going to be the other way around where it's mm. like you're pursuing pay and then i'm launching you off into my passion <laughs> whereas it might be that you're pursuing your passion and you think things are not working right so, I'm going to go off and make money. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with any of these like jobs or roles or 
deciding to do something for the money mm. unless it's you know you're actively hurting someone <laughs> avoid <laughs> avoid doing that don't hurt anybody out here don't be going against your inner principles and all that kind of good stuff disclaimer 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 <laughs> but it is a it is it is okay to decide okay cool I'm going to put my passion on hold mm. for a bit, like working full time on it. And even the idea that you have to pursue these things wholeheartedly. Right. If you are reckless, like say you're someone like me, you might want to do both at the same time where you're pursuing your passion. You're doing all these kind of things that you care about, but the at the same time you're making money. Hustle. Exactly this. Like you can be a complex individual that is doing the things that they love at the same time as, you know, pursuing pay. Right. But again, it all boils down to discipline and planning. Yes. You're not going to be effective or efficient at doing yes. any of these things if you don't know how to be disciplined and you don't know how to plan. Mm-hmm. Your passion will not fall out of the thin air and <laughs> land in your lap. You're not going to make, you know, six figures from doing just doing your talent yeah and not doing anything to cultivate your talent yeah so even as you're pursuing passion like even if we break it down what does pursuing passion really mean mm. most people think that it's just i'm gonna do my thing and get recognized that's not the way it works right like take singers for example singers work hard they graft you have to go to some people go to singing lessons some yeah. people graft and grind hard to get events and stuff singing and posting it is not enough honestly like when you're pursuing passion as we were saying earlier it's not going to be rosy and it's not going to be easy you need to be committed to you know grinding it out sometimes yeah and you also need to understand that you might actually not be good at your passion in the first place you actually might not be good (laughs) (laughs) you might not be good and that doesn't mean that you're not you know worthy or capable right. of pursuing that passion but it just means you gotta work on it yeah like some people start off like you know in entrepreneurship and they don't have a th- like they don't know anything about product they don't right. know anything about growth they don't know anything about community management you might start off content creating and your camera is crap your microphone is picking up <laughs> all sorts of rubbish your editing skills are unfortunate to say right. the least but that doesn't mean that you should quit either yes. it just means that when understanding that pursuing both passion and pay will require some kind of development will serve so many people well because sometimes we take these terms as proxy for which is the easiest yeah and neither of them are easy none pursuing pay get making money is hard people like say it again don't let anybody on this social media on the internet or anything tell you that making money is easy sometimes it can be easy and i've seen it but most times people have grafted up to a point where money is now easy to be yes. made or they're still grafted. Yes. Money, like money, money is abundant, but it's not easy. Yeah. And then pursuing your passion is also not easy because you're not made because you're not just pursuing your passion, but you're also pursuing your own development mm. so you can get better at what you this do. Is it. So if you're thinking that it's more of a, 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 like when we use these things as proxy for which is the easier option, mm neither of them are easy yes it's picking your poison you'll be disappointed each time you'll be very disappointed so really really as courtney was saying earlier think about your responsibilities think about the things that make you tick what is it as rudimentary as it is what is it that you need to wake yourself up in the morning is it your passion that's going to wake you up in the morning or is it the need to actually take care of your responsibilities and get paid yeah and either one there's nothing wrong with that at all at all nothing wrong absolutely spot on and i think it comes down to what you're saying 
we need to change our mindset and relationship with the word work. Mm. We need to stop thinking that the job title that you have now is your forever thing and it's the fullness of who you are. Mm. Gone are those days where you start a trade when you're 18 and you're that till you're 85, Mm -hmm. right? And And that's your legacy. That's not, people are evolving constantly and we're living in a time where that evolution is actually accommodated for and it's something that people expect almost you know there are many articles out there saying you know your average millennial is going to change their job throughout their lifetime more than seven times Mm. you know and move city and and move from place to place and move home everything is about evolving adjusting and changing and adapting and that's completely fine Mm. um i think a lot of us have this almost dare i say a toxic relationship with work where we think that again our entire value is tied to hey my name's courtney and this is what i do for Mm -hmm. a living even that vocabulary what do you do or you know introduce yourself and the first thing that you go to is this is my job this is my occupation this is my current role or even saying this is what i do for a living Mm. oftentimes what we see our work as is something that completely swallows us up exactly this and actually like you said we get to be multifaceted human beings and you get to compartmentalize your work from your actual life now there is obviously this is my quote-unquote life's work like this is my vocation this is my passion this is everything but like you said actually a healthy way to look at it is this job or this season of me building my own thing or me pursuing my purpose or me um you know doing my passion or building my talent whatever you want to call it this time is actually a great time just for me to grow Mm. this is the perfect resource Mm. this is the perfect environment this is the perfect opportunity for me to just see what i'm made of and strengthen that and really build the skills that i need to be a build the skills that I need to get to the next step because nothing is actually final, right? The job that you have now may not be the job you even have in four years. A lot of people, the job that they secured last year, they don't have it now, Nope. right? So the issue is, is this current thing that I'm working on and doing and spending my time doing, Mm. helping me get closer to the next step and figuring out what that next step is. And I know there's, there are problems with that whole next step mentality because you're never living in the present. Mm. But I think there is an importance in keeping in mind progress. You have to progress. You have to move forward. And going back to even what you said, I wanted to just say one thing. Life isn't fair. It's not. I think, <laughs> I think sometimes we it's think you know, but I'm so passionate and I'm I am talented and stuff. That's nice. That's yeah. Cute. But there are life isn't fair. Nope. You know, there's this um saying that says hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Mm. Right. And I think it's so important to realize that your talent alone, your passion alone, even sometimes your network alone nope. or your your money alone or not your enough. job title alone, it's not enough. You know, there are so many people out there who are extremely talented at what they do, but can't get an opportunity because life is not fair. And you have to really take time to think about. I don't know if you've seen that um, picture where 
um, that they're comparing um, an illustration of equality versus equity, equity yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's this picture of like, okay, if if we're all standing on um, two blocks, mm-hmm. but I'm taller than you and you're shorter than me, mm-hmm. right? It's not really fair because I can still see over the fence. Yeah. But really it is equal right because we both have the same amount of blocks but really equity and what we should be striving for is you're gonna need my blocks because i'm taller than you right so you take all four blocks i'll just stand on the ground yeah i think it's important to realize that i guess in this illustration those blocks are what can i do what skills can i acquire what institutions can i go to what jobs can i go to or things whatever where can i get more money so that i can actually build more equity for myself Mm -hmm. because i'm not standing on a level playing field this isn't as black and white as some people paint it out to be yeah this and also it's not as glamorous as a lot of people paint it out to be like we said i believe in our hustle culture episode there are people who are working jobs for people they've been working there for years who are making more money than people with ceo in their bio right and what's important is to not get caught up and we talk about this a lot in the podcast like our conversations often revolve around don't let social media bamboozle you it's actually a joke don't do it because you'll be unhappy (laughs) you will be unhappy and what's unfortunate about social media is it makes you feel unhappy Mm. and what you don't realize is the people behind the screen are also unhappy too. Yep. The people whose picture you're double tapping are oftentimes, well, not oftentimes, that's a generalization, but they can oftentimes be unhappy too. Desperately. The rea- desperately. And the reality is focus on your own path mm-hmm. and cut your cloth according to your size. There's there's no rush here. There's no competition here. There's yeah. no, you know, well, I, I want to be doing this and I should have achieved this by now. Really and truly, you have to weigh up the odds because life isn't fair. Anything can come at one time. And if anything has taught us that life isn't fair, it's this pandemic. Mm-hmm. One thing can come and knock us all off our feet. No no matter how strong you thought you were, some people's industries are obsolete now. Yep. And the truth is, what have you then developed the personal qualities and attributes of resilience and the ability to pick yourself up and create new ideas and be innovative and take initiative and Mm. ownership of your own decisions and your decision making skills Mm. enough to make it through this season a lot of people are realizing now a lot of the things we thought were valuable and we thought were those you know equity blocks aren't actually they they are completely irrelevant now right now do you have digital skills, for example? If you don't have digital skills, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want to know. What are you going to do? Do you have, like, if, if you're not in medicine, for example, and I'm sure every industry has its way of getting around this sort of situation, yeah. but also there are some industries which will never make it back from this, unfortunately. Yeah. So the real challenge is how quickly can you identify a problem and be self-aware enough Mm. to identify when you need to level up, Mm. you need to change, you need the development. Because oftentimes we can see it as my environment, my circumstance, this, this, the the external needs to change. The truth is it's not going to change. Why? Life's not fair. 
things don't change people's actions towards you don't change yeah. people's decisions in government you can't change it oftentimes you know on an, on an individual level but what you can do is work on you and if pursuing your passion or pursuing a job that is more stable or whatever even that word stable what does it even mean <laughs> in in pursuing whatever passion or pay mm. is it helping you grow is it helping you get closer and closer to being that person who in the face of adversity and uncertainty mm. can actually stand right yeah Courtney really drops drop some some things on our head to, to consider <laughs> there but no I mean in exactly that right do you have the skills to adapt in the face of crisis yes like can you stand at the eye of the storm and remain standing right because storms will come whether you have picked passion whether you have picked pay a storm is coming your way it's literally again pick your poison choose yes. whichever whichever route you want but understand that there will be a roadblock up ahead mm. it's more about considering which roadblocks am i willing to take in this season right because it's not about there's nothing easy about this life life is not at fair all. and as bleak as this this episode is sounding guys <laughs> we promise like it's not all doom and gloom yeah there are some really really good benefits to picking pay or passion yes like, passion you'll find yourself doing something that you genuinely enjoy yeah. and as much as we can often complain about you know our own experiences we still wouldn't have it the other way yeah and as much as you know when you're working for predominantly pay i mean there's your pro you're paid well you're making money it's great yeah. and some people are highly motivated by highly that. motivated Hi the idea of getting a bigger house a nicer car and that's what motivates them go on with your bad self your thing, why you not collect your bag you get that bread we support it get your bread with toast with 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 jam, jam. If you like. yeah get it with butter whatever toppings you like on that bread just make sure you get it we support yeah, we you. support you and yeah like i I think it's often because the passion stuff, right? We always assume and associate it with like low paying jobs or right. like artisan stuff, right? We always assume that passion is a synonym Going for to be creative a painter. or a creator. Oh, yeah. painter, you know, the lonely painter or, you know, the actor, the yeah. singer, the content creator, yeah. you know, the one in a million. It's always the creative industries, yes. but your passion could equally be, your passion could be something like, you know, yeah, I actually do have a passion for banking. Yeah. My, your passion might be yeah you know what i really do enjoy building things i'm going to do architecture mm. you know it doesn't even have to be that traditional and i think we even need to get out of this idea that there are certain industries that belong in the passion or the pay bucket yes. because it's just it's so limiting and as you said like these things change over time yeah things are going to be obsolete things are gonna not work out later yes. on and what will you do then and I think also being practical about the fact that sometimes your passion may not work out in the long term either. Yeah. Like what are you going to do then when your passion becomes obsolete in the next five years? Have you thought about <laughs> that? Yep. Yep. And understanding that, as you said, your passion to pursuit of it and whatever it manifests as may not look like what you originally intended right. it to be because right. the world is always changing. Yes. The connections you make change. The, um, the vehicle in which you use changes as well yeah you may have started out thinking oh i really enjoy making um certain types of videos but found that you know your industry is dying so you have to mm, hop and find a new niche a niche yeah. you might love writing but what you've currently been writing about nobody is reading so Facts. you have to you have to maneuver because yeah. if your passion is for writing then you need to have that capability to maneuver when a certain style or brand or niche is not working yeah and the same with all other passions yeah. like you know, you can pursue anything. You might, you know, pursue singing, 
like singers out here, they always they'll be dropping EPs yeah. and all sorts of stuff, and they and always rebrand. They experiment, they rebrand. Yeah. So your passion might even you know turn out to look entirely different than what you may have expected. Right. To. And I think underpinning a lot of this conversation is flexibility right adaptability and resilience yes these are the key things that you need not just in the passion and pay argument but in life in general yeah and it's really about it sounds so cliche but it's really not about getting to a destination but more so what are the skills that you're picking up along the journey yeah who are the passengers right what are the things that are adding value to you as an individual Mm -hmm. such that irrespective of what the environment brings or whatever plays out in your life yeah you are not ready but Mm. you're prepared to handle it prepared there's a difference like you may not be ready for it but you were prepared yes like you know when we're thinking about things like tornadoes and stuff like that right you may not have been ready for the tornado to come, but your house had the structure such that you were prepared. Yeah. So if it hits, then you know, okay, I need to go into the bunker. I right. need to run. This house will still be standing because we've got fortifications. Right. So you weren't ready for the tornado to come at any point, but mm. you were prepared for it. And I think we need to spend, before we even have the conversation about passion or pay and all that kind of stuff, are you prepared <laughs> for what life is going to throw at yeah. you? as a person from every not angle in things but you as a person are you prepared yeah are you prepared oh that is the question are you prepared gosh i think to be honest with this episode it may have sounded bleak at times <laughs> <laughs> but one thing i think we want to assure you is you, you who is listening is we're not here to pamper you. Nope. <laughs> and we're not here to just, We, of course, we're cheerleaders. We're sisters. Che- yep. Sisters will cheer with you. They'll clap with you. They'll throw you the, the maddest parties to celebrate Hundreds. your wins. But also what a sister should be able to do is tell you this, the reality of the situation mm-hmm. and the hard truths about a situation. And we're here to have candid and transparent conversations about oftentimes the myths that we've been taught about career adulting relationships and it's not all rosy but we're always hopeful and i think we're always going to encourage everyone to say you know what no matter what you do just be wise about it but if you need to take a risk take a risk and we know it will work out it will most definitely work out But on that note, let us know what you think about this conversation, chiming in about passion versus pay and securing the bag. You can do this by adding us on Instagram at to my sisterhood. And you can also say hi to us personally on our pages at Courtney.Daniela and at Renee Kapuku. You can also tweet us with the hashtag to my sisters and join the sisterhood by signing up for our weekly newsletter so that we can grow and glow together. So we'll talk to you guys very soon. And remember, keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com